0: Shut up, I love it. Shut
1: up. I love it. Shut up. I love it. On the third day of White Elephant, my true love gave to me three great movies. Shut up, I love it. I am Joe Cabello.
0: And I am Sasha Filer.
1: And this is Shut Up, I Love It. Now usually or usualmente, as they say in the spanish-speaking countries yet again
0: he can do it he's not i
1: can i don't even need the permission okay they can't see that i look white passing anyways usually we bring on a guest to talk about something they love that is you know reviled misunderstood unknown but this is the final episode in our shut up i love white elephant Special where we brought on a guest that we are each exchanging a, or I'd say gifting a movie to mm-hmm. the other, and talking about. And our bestowing,
0: guest bestowing,
1: bestowing, Yeah, great. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have your uh, thesaurus open that <laughs> I that I gave you for Christmas. <laughs> so we're well into the new year, well into having our guest here again. He's the greatest rapper in the world, greatest host, greatest
2: podcaster. Adam Protexter, what's up? What up? It's good to be back here.
0: And also, like, uh, happy Orthodox Christmas. So, hello, like, we are still celebrating.
2: You know, the 12 days of Christmas begins on Christmas Day. A lot of people don't know that. A lot of
1: it's people, confusing because uh, you have the Advent calendar, which starts 25 days before, <laughs> and then you have the 12 days of It's just, like, too there's much. There's 37 days of Christmas. Yeah, Hanukkah. We thought You thought Hanukkah was long. It's mm-hmm. actually Christmas that's very long. Yeah. But...
0: More importantly, what is going on today? What I am learning is that this is the final episode of White Elephant, um, the three the three part series on gifting each other a movie to discuss. And today we have uh, Joe gifting Adam. Something special.
1: Joe. I did, and what for Adam, it? you know, I think being Adam could probably do a lot of movie nights together and have a good time. I think our tastes Whoa. align. Hitting
0: really hard, a little, pretty heavily. Hard. Let's do it.
1: <laughs> um, just generally speaking, I see your VHS collections. I see your posts. Uh, so I kind of, I, I know we'd probably have a lot of crossover. So that made it hard as well because I was like. Hey, what has this guy seen that I like might love and want to share with them? I don't want, I want to introduce something new. Um, but what I decided to go for the route was wh- the first time we really met uh, for this podcast, we had talked about the great, uh, Jupiter ascending. Yeah. Uh, and you had brought theology greatly into that and belief systems into that conversation. So I wanted to share this movie based on kind of that since it is kind of about belief it is about life it is almost the distillation of uh not a religious belief but about the belief of life and that is the movie nine days this is a movie directed and written by Etsen oda a reclusive man conducts a series of interviews with human souls for a chance to be born this is a movie that uh came out when what year is this 2020 And I had heard just so many good things about it until I finally watched it. I was pretty blown away by it.
0: I think in the theaters it came out 2021. Perhaps, probably like festival
1: run in 2020. Which is a nightmare for my end of the year lists often. Because you start to look up the movies and a lot of them came out the year before as far as their release date. But it's because of the festival date. But it didn't really come out. It's a nightmare. But anyways, I even rewatched this just today. Because I wanted to watch it and... For me, even better the second time. I was crying even more. Um, so, yeah, that's why I wanted to choose it for you. One, because I love it. One Another, because it is kind of about even a deeper belief system almost. And not deeper, but I want to say almost broader than a specific <laughs> religion, religious belief. And I just wanted to see your take on that. So let's get right into nine days.
2: All right.
0: Let's do a quick uh, recap. What is this movie? Just
2: for those.
1: A reclusive man conducts a series of <laughs> interviews with human yeah. souls for a chance right. to be born. Right. Is that good? I yeah, didn't make it, it up. Good. I didn't make that no, it up.
0: Should be, it should be good enough for peeps. For peeps who are, huh, don't remember. Don't remember
1: this film. Don't remember yeah. what I said a minute ago. Yeah. Reading. <laughs> uh, anyways, let's get into it. Or is there any more preamble we want to do? I did write I a little here, song about it. I am it. here
0: about a fly on the wall. I'm here about a fly on
2: the wall. So For is this penis. me opening up my package?
1: I think, yeah, we've been doing that, I think. Um, All right. You know, usually when you open up your package in front of us, we say, please, and we don't want to see that, but let's do the figurative package. That All right, having. I'll turn the camera off. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah, so, okay, so I watched this movie today as well. I watched it uh, like right before we hopped on, it's fresh in my mind. Um, Is that
0: why we pushed our podcast? That's why we pushed it, yeah, so I could finish this movie. Because I started it
1: too late. It's so funny if you just didn't finish it and we started on time.
2: (laughs) 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 Yeah, exactly. Um, So, yeah, I I will say that the first thing that stood out to me most about this movie were the performances. Uh, Specifically, like, I think this... uh, There's certain kinds of movies where I'm like... And I think I'm going to go back to the well that we've been going to every episode with the I appreciated this, I think, more than I enjoyed it. Which Perfect. is, I appreciated the performances. Um, like uh, uh, Winston Duke in the lead. I love that guy. I want to see him in so many, so many things. Um, Azazi Beats was fantastic. I loved Tony Hale, uh was a really fun character yeah. in this. Tony um, Hale kills it. Tony Hill does kill it, and I I think that, you know, this this setup, this very high concept idea of, like, this house in the desert where unborn souls kind of go through this, it, it kind of reminded me of some TV that we've seen lately, like Severance, some, like, unreal sort of uh, world, it also reminded me a lot of, like, a movie we may have seen, like, Terry Gilliam make back in the day, um, very um, like very high concept. It weirdly reminded me of the same uh, sort of like Funny Pages did, of like this vibe of this magical realism I haven't seen in a big movie in quite some time. Oh, Benedict Wong also was great um, in the main cast. What I'll say I didn't like about it was uh, a lot of the, I gotta say a lot of the like emotional moving stuff, I couldn't stick my, my emotions to a character. And I feel like that might be a failing on me. Like I failed to Hmm. i failed to connect with the basic loss of this amanda um i i failed to kind of connect with the participants and um i think that's because i was too my mind was too um like what are the rules of this universe a little bit totally and i think even in some ways that's
1: why i got more out of it on the second watch too because it is such a high concept movie that you are. It does do a pretty good job at laying everything out, thing out clearly, I think, and, like, succinctly as it can, but it's still such a, like, big idea, mm-hmm. and it's not, it doesn't take place in heaven, or, like, um, or should I say, um, like, I'm trying to think of that, um, that one movie where the guy dies, and then he's like, oh, gosh, I wish, fuck it, I don't remember it.
0: Oh, shit, yeah, yeah, um, I know what you're talking about.
1: He dies and, he, like, falls in love with a woman in heaven and heaven, not heaven can wait, it's not that, but, um, the, the great, uh, Mel, not Mel Brooks, uh, but another great comedic actor. Oh, God?
2: Not Robin Williams? No. Not George Byrne?
1: It's not George not Byrne, um,
2: but we'll... <laughs> what Dreams May Come?
1: Let's screw it, but Is anyways, it what,
0: dream, what Dreams May Come?
1: No, it's not, it's... Gosh, um, fast-talking Jewish guy, comedic actor Woody of Allen. the 80s, 90s, still is. He played a villain recently in a movie and was actually quite compelling as a villain. These are all, like, what is this, a fucking quiz trivia show? <laughs> like, where, I'm giving you vague clues. But anyways, it doesn't take place in this, like, ethereal setting or anything, so you're, you're always kind of you're wondering okay what's everything mapping to you know he's watching these people's lives through old tv sets and a lot of that just takes your brain working to kind of see oh is this what is that meant to be symbolizing and all this and kind of can take you away from perhaps the emotion because it is so high concept so i can see that i necessarily don't even Connect so much with the characters and like the Amanda character you said she in the movie commits suicide she's one of the, the people the lives that the main character Winston Duke is watching she commits suicide and even the um, the candidates the nine candidates or so it's not so much I'm connecting with them but this idea of what makes someone's worthy of life and just right. that overall idea I find kind of emotional and impactful because it is a mirror to you I don't necessarily see myself in any one of these people but I know that myself could be one of these people and it's like okay what if I'm in that seat how am I being judged for the core of who I am and you can see these people being judged in their own way and that is kind of it's terrifying it's exhilarating and it's sad all at the same time so for me, that's what that's what the emotion, it gets me in the motion mostly. Other than Winston Duke and Zazie Beetz, that ends up for me really being an emotional culmination that that's works. That's so
0: interesting to me. I'm just going to cut right in. Because the climactic scene between Zazie Beetz's and um, uh, Duke's characters is uh, like him reading this very pretentious acting monologue. Uh, for a long time Um, and it it seems so specific to like appealing to actors and I know like you and I have so many discussions on the podcast even like how you know acting is an interesting endeavor and we have different opinions about that and it felt like one might want to be an actor interested in theater life to really connect to that climax of the film
1: which is interesting because i'm not even like pro actor i'm actually like very anti-actor in a bad in a bad way thank you for for,
0: (laughs) thank you for just taking it around yeah that's what i was trying to i i
1: and it's and that's bad as a writer and uh (laughs) all that because like i should like it's evil it's wrong but i think when i my uh feeling on that is really more for bad acting and things mm. like kind of the typical up there ass actor. It's not really for acting itself in the same way that like you would hate uh, pretentious writers or writers who mm-hmm. act on certain, it's, it's more that. And there seems to be more of those in LA than not. So that's where my feeling on that comes from. Got it. But so yeah, it's almost surprising that I would connect to this guy. The main character is a former actor who then is big in the end is breaking out and acting. But I think the movie, um, it's not so actor-centric. It's more the idea that this guy's been so subdued the entire movie and so just keeping himself contained. And then when you finally see him actually emote in any way, even if it is, you know, you could say this pretentious poem or this kind of pretentious performance, the fact that it is, you're seeing a triumph of this man own himself, his true self. And, and sidebar,
0: really we love seeing Joe getting emotional on this podcast. <laughs> but yeah. if you hate this me or adam i let's this is white elephant we're right. invite
2: so strong opinions? i will, so i want to say i think we all kind of had like being the third episode of this i feel like we all kind of had the same opinions on each other's things which is i think we can sum it up to like i appreciate this but i found it a little pretentious and weirdly <laughs> i think we all kind of had that because that ending i i didn't i i feel like a dick saying this because clearly this movie was so emotionally impactful for so many people and I almost i the
0: only person that matters Joe
2: right <laughs> well after I finished it I was like they're trying to get they were like I, I thought to myself like I always come on and defend things they're trying to get, get me to shit talk today and I'm Ugh. not gonna I'm not gonna I yuck was wondering, anyone's yum too.
0: I was wondering too if Joe wanted to like like, be a provocateur. Well, because yeah.
1: I'm also very known for liking horny movies, liking uh, short movies, Your diarrhea. and having <laughs> diarrhea uh, for, uh, for what some people think are racist reasons, like Sasha.
2: Um, Call back.
1: But I to the
0: first episode, check it out. Uh, but yeah, I, so
1: I think people mostly know my movie taste for either having some sort of nudity or um violence, especially my wife, she always comes in and I'm watching <laughs> the fucking perfect thing for her to come watch. It's like some anime with like naked teens running around or something. <laughs> and I'm like, it's okay. it's an anime. but this is the opposite, my opposite taste of that. yeah. Yeah. Well,
2: I get that. And I think that's why I feel like such a, a yum yucker because the fact that we were like talking about Jupiter ascending and that idea of like spirituality, I see those themes in this, but I think once again, like I didn't, I didn't, this is what I feel like a dick saying. I didn't connect with that ending. Like when he was doing his monologue in the desert. I actually was like I will be really honest with you when he was doing that monologue in the desert I said to the screen are you ser- when is this over are you serious Can you-? and then when it when it cut to black I I waited for the title and then it said 9 days and I said yes. I said thank you <laughs> like I the ending I didn't it like the it felt like it
0: was 9 days long the
2: movie. I, It was also very slowly paced and I I don't want to like some things like the CRT TVs and the slow pacing and all this conversation about like, I don't know, it felt like a lot of like, why do bad things happen to good people? Is God real? And I'm like, man, I've gotten high and had these conversations before. And this movie is like a lot of people to having these conversations. And I'm like, I don't care what this means um, because I don't care about any of the characters. And even him, I was like, he's lived before, he's finding his passion again. But it just something about it wasn't, was like not quite my tempo. And I think it's because, I think it's because the way the characters, I think it's the dialogue. Honestly, I think the performances the dialogue were incredible. Had, very dialogue well directed, was, very well made, great acting, but I did not, I thought the dialogue was just so on the nose, it kept taking me out of well, it. Well, it's a tough uh, premise,
1: too, because these people are, they're fully formed selves, but don't yeah, have doesn't, memory. So yes, how do you write that? You know, yeah. it's it's yes. an incredibly difficult task to to take on. So,
2: and also, like they like,
0: know things that they shouldn't know.
2: And why did Tony Hill? Why was Tony Hill like? I don't speak Spanish. I was like, you're an ephemeral spirit. You should speak every language,
0: or like, not speak anything. Or not speak the, like, anything. Like, well, yeah.
1: Yeah. Those are the the rules, right? Like, right. what are the really the rules of how much they know? How much of them? Like, what does it mean to be fully yourself? Right? Like, if he were to grow up and be curious, he would know Spanish. So would he know Spanish there? Should they know every language? I think all that stuff—that's where it gets tough. And I think with these high concepts, you need to like—you need to stay in a house. Yeah. Because once you start to get out of that house, that's when those questions even become more prominent. Me take to you out them. or
0: whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I don't want
1: to. I think it's tough for that high concept because those questions are all valid. Of like, hey, what's really the rules here? But then you have to decide at one point, okay, are the rules important to me or is it the, the emotion? If the emotion doesn't catch, you're going to latch onto default. the rules. And I hate being the
2: nerd pushing up my glasses saying like, Oh, well, in you know, that Simpsons joke about like when Itchy played Scratchy's ribcage, this note was the same twice. Mm-hmm. Like I hate being that I like I love to accept things. I think the movie Face Off doesn't need to explain why they switch faces. That could have been magic, and I would have still loved the movie. Sure. But I, you're right. You default to it when you don't latch on emotionally. Yes. Um, and I just, I was really having a hard time finding an anchor in this, because everyone is so... Um, pretentious. Like, c- pretentious, but they're also like conceptual. Pe- they're they're conceptual. like cons- concepts of people. You yeah. know what I mean?
0: Mm, which are not quite... Landing, like again, for me at least, either. Well, they're all—they're yeah. not clear give, yeah.
1: archetypes, like as as well. No,
0: no, it's true. Um, they're almost like actors given a chance to act, like they're like an audition, right? Like they're the actors. Like the meta part was really like overwhelming. Oh yeah, they're all talking about auditions and how auditions are hard and like, well, what does it mean if I didn't get it and all this other stuff? And yeah. like, of course, we love Tony Tony Hale. Like he's the most amazing. Well, I like, think
1: he's one. It's his performance mostly it might be mostly his performance but i think he's the one who feels mostly like a fully fledged character in person versus the others
0: he's so good
1: like even from the get-go you're kind of like oh i know that guy the others feel a little bit more like broader concepts of people Yeah, and I guess that even is like Tony Hale, um, Skarsgård and Zazie Beetz are probably the three of the candidates who are more and that makes sense, one they're like top billed in the movie but they also last the longest so I think there's a bit of design to that as well that if this were some other if this were a slasher movie where they were each getting killed well surely the last three to live would be the more developed characters and the first three would be the more broad ones um, um, but,
2: yeah.
0: Adam, did you even see Nine Days before? Or you said you no, didn't, right? No. Yeah, yeah. This
2: was my first time watching yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, now that you say the backstage thing and the audition thing, I feel like that's a reading that would get me more out of this movie. I think thinking about, it like, philosophy and life um, didn't do it for me as much because it was so in the weeds conceptually. Not mm-hmm. in the weeds, but just so uh, talking about it. It, well in that we were saying last episode uh, the word pretentious I never know if I'm using it right because technically that means like pretense right that you're you're sounding smarter than you actually are and I think maybe some of the dialogue in this does fit that like it sounds really smart but then I'm like what is he I don't think he's saying anything that yes. deep
0: and, and it's almost like a you know Somebody's master's film, like like they, they're graduating NYU and this is like the film they made or something like this that. This
2: felt very it. much like a film student movie, but I think I respect the idea of it being more about an audition process more than I uh, respect the idea of it being yeah. about like the meaning of life, which well, I think no, just, is...
1: Yeah, it, meaning of life, certainly, but it's not so much, I think, even meaning of life, but are you worthy of life? And, and I think that's different. I think that is I, different than what is the meaning of life.
2: Yeah, you're and right. It's,
0: it's interesting that you were like latching onto this te- theme, Joe, because you know we all have themes, you know, that like close to us. And it's interesting that like that's that like, that's your theme that speaks to you. And with that, I want to recommend you a film called Afterlife.
1: No, actually, this, yeah, I've watched Afterlife, because this Kore- movie is... Korea da
0: san Yeah, it's based on that, right? Yeah, much? Well, in the, in the reverse way, almost. Some, some would even yeah. say
1: it's a rip-off of Afterlife.
0: Some would say many films in west in the West are rip-offs of Japanese films.
1: Yeah, that's what we do. But I actually, yeah. I did see that one, and I did not like it as much as this one. I thought it was a little more muddy than this one
0: well let me just tell you i walked out at nine days well not on my own
1: accord <laughs> but
0: jay's strongly suggesting we walk out and i for months afterwards i kept saying oh, this is the movie i wanted to finish watching this is the movie that i i i reject because usually we walk out like in unison and mm-hmm. this one he like walked out and i was like we should have finished because we're like we're deep in we're like 25 minutes and i'm like no we should have stayed we should have stayed and so I was very excited to watch it for this episode. And then shortly after, like 25, 30 minutes in, I was like, "I understand why he walked out." <laughs> but we did watch uh, Afterlife together, and we got through that one together. Um, but yeah, I, we, we can we can bring it up in the, in the in the in the in the in the scale in the scale part of the episode. But I'm glad that you did see uh, Afterlife and you have opinion on that because that's almost the reverse, right? That's people who had died. I think I
1: believe it's yeah from if I can remember like reincarnation. Yeah, yeah. Recently
0: died, find themselves in the limbo uh, realm, resembling relatively mundane building. Uh, And okay, Uh, the the so these people work in the building to help new arrivals to pick one memory from their lives to bring them into eternity. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I, I found that one just to be a little bit more even like I'm trying to understand the concept. Mm-hmm. Even more so than this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, it made it harder to connect to.
2: I think I might have kind of a, I don't want to say chip on my shoulder, but bias about, like, even when you were describing Afterlife, I was like, that doesn't sound interesting to me. Yeah. I don't, I, I think that sometimes this whole, like, um, taking on, like, I don't know. The last thing that was, like, that good was Good Omens on Amazon, and I really liked it because it was, like, a comedy about an angel and demon, but... Yes. There's, there's like this sort of like, uh, we're going to deal with supernatural or godlike or angelic things, but we're going to ground it all and it's going to be like an office building. And some, I don't know sure. why that just feels so film student y to me. Yes. Um, I guess I just, it's just because yeah. you're like, I just took a philosophy class and I want to talk about it, but I don't have a budget, so let's do it in, you know, and yeah. I would rather see. Uh, people argue about uh, a breakup or something that at least feels raw and human to me.
0: Oh, so you love the Adam uh, Adam and the... You know,
2: I haven't name. seen that movie. So <laughs> it just weirdly flashed see. in my head, but I haven't watched it. Okay. But, like, yeah. I would rather deal with the messiness than the high concept. But that, again... Is my bias, and I honestly feel kind of guilty because I feel like this is like a vulnerable, sweet pick for you, Joe, and I'm, I, know, I Joe feel like, like I'm shitting on it.
0: He like <laughs> fucking ripped his heart out of his chest. Yeah, he
2: put <laughs> it in licked a box for me in
0: front of us, and he like you know and licked it a little bit, so it was kind of weird. But yeah. at,
1: at the same time, like I've I haven't shown this to my wife yet. This movie, I've talked to her about it, but I also am like Spoiled I don't this. know if she would like it. You know, oh, like that's interesting, so yeah. there. I kind of know. It's a risky movie in that way. And even watching it the second time especially, I mean, it is. there's nothing subtle about it. You know, the dialogue certainly, um, it can't be subtle. Like we've already talked about, these characters are just the pure distillation of themselves. They know what's going on, so they just say it kind of like it is. And there's huge moments where the characters are usually like, this is why I am this way. And... I'm like having you understand why I'm never gonna change and the person saying their counterpoint like it's all very there it's there's no subtext it's all text um but for me just having that kind of question of like what makes you worthy of life especially when I you think of all the assholes in the world that you wish could die or the people not living up to their potential and you yourself thinking okay am I doing this right Uh, that all connects to me so much and I do think the Walt Whitman poem at the end, as much as it should by the math make me cringe specifically, it doesn't and maybe that's Winston Duke, maybe the poem is just a a beautiful classic I think it also it doesn't work without Zazie Beats being there and her reactions to the poem there's such a both of them having this like childlike discovery Like when two children are like playing in a puddle for the first time together and I'm like, holy shit, this, like, I didn't realize this, but it's also something that the two characters inherently have known in their hearts since they've always existed. So it worked for me, but I am also very aware, like how cheesy it is. Like, I want to show that final scene to my wife, but I know there's such a good chance that she'll be like this kind of like lame (laughs) <laughs> I'll be like, yeah.
0: Well, that scene by itself or the film or both?
1: Um, both. I would never show someone just that scene by themselves because I. Okay.
0: I, well, I'm sorry. I, I don't
1: think <laughs> you're a
2: fool for kinda, thinking that. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think it maybe raises. it's because it's Christmas time, but I. it reminded me of Scrooge the ending did like this giant emotional pouring out of all the feelings. That's like a little too earnest, but right on. Like, I think if I'd connect, it reminded me of Scrooge, and I love that Murray monologue. And I think that if I'd connected to Winston Duke's character more so through the writing, that would have hit me harder. Like, I, I don't think it's a problem with two I, I think on it's on paper. The idea that a movie's ending with someone reciting this classic poem and feeling the joy of who they are should have moved me more. But I think that it's the buildup to it that failed me, not the climax itself. So when I say that I was like mad at the end of the movie, it's not what was there that I was upset with, it's that I felt it was unearned and I felt the movie was asking me to shift into this transcendent space of a lot of meaning, but I hadn't seen that before. So I was like, oh, this is just an actor acting. I didn't feel carried by it. Um, Same. But Yeah, same?
0: Same. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I definitely, this isn't a movie I would have gifted Sasha 100%. Really? Yeah. See,
0: Jay said, when I told him that you gifted nine days, he like thought you gifted it to me. He's like, of course he's doing it on purpose. He's being a troll. He knows we <laughs> walked out of the theater. Like, well, we in, in that way,
1: I wouldn't have, unless it was a troll. But I didn't know you walked out of it. So there's that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I can totally understand those feelings about the movie, for sure. It's it,
0: good. That means you have empathy, and you're not a psychopath.
1: It does. Yeah, which
2: means you're worthy of of, of, be, a of being a human.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, to me, it is heartbreaking. Just this the oh, person who true. judges it, judges these people, also has completely forgotten how to be human, and in fact rejects his humanity, and that mm. sucks. <laughs> that sucks for them, and it sucks for him. So all yeah. that really worked for me.
2: Do you know what I think? It reminded me of um, is the is a good place or the good place. Yeah. Um, it was like a serious version of that. Um, yeah,
1: yeah, for sure.
2: In a few ways, but like that idea of reconnecting with humanity, like uh, I guess uh, Ted Danson's character has to on that show. Yeah, and Got
1: that this. movie it has the or that that show, it has the um, the the nice bonus of being a comedy. Right. So. It can get into the weeds of its world and, like, all those questions that you kind of have. Like, how does this work? It can shoo them away with jokes versus this being so serious, so melodramatic. So serious. It It can't. So any uh, any scrutiny is crushing to it
2: versus any a scrutiny? comedy. Any what? What? Ser- what if i said uh, now that i'm thinking about it that i feel like i would have liked funny pages more if it was a straight drama and i would have liked this more if it was a comedy
1: well i think i'm trying to look up the the movie that i was referencing earlier uh, because that would be that would be the comedy
2: version oh okay th- and
0: what is then uh, lux eterna is that a cartoon
2: Lux Eterna is just, I'm sorry for making you watch that and melting your eyeballs.
0: Uh.
2: <laughs> uh, I, I don't went know. i to the
0: ER again. No. <laughs> I protected
1: my brother. Oh, defending your life is what I was thinking with Albert <gasps> Brooks. Oh, Albert Brooks. <gasps> not Mel Brooks, but Albert Brooks. Mm, in, in not an, to be mixed. In an afterlife station resembling a major city, the lives of recently deceased are examined in court-like setting. So essentially that mm-hmm. one's like are you going to hell or heaven I believe interesting uh, based on how you lived your I life I believe I saw that film it, It's a good fun movie and in fact I was once hired to write a rip off a novella version of it and did Amazing And uh, it I think it it got it, paid for it I did I didn't get paid a lot in fact criminally low and I I think and I don't want to plug it I think it exists out there in an audiobook form and it's really bad So Hell yeah so go check it out. Yeah. Amazing.
0: Um, I think it's time to go to the ratings and just Rating. and rate the fuck out of this. Thing. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're going to rate this movie on each individual scale, so each of us is going to take an 11-point scale from 0 to 10 and rate it against something else they either like or they don't. It could be anything at all, and if that doesn't make sense, Joe and I will go first
1: let's go i should go first actually yeah. yeah do i no i go last
0: you go last
1: yeah because i am i got or no uh adam goes last all
0: right don't question don't question me
1: yeah adam don't goes question
0: last. me adam goes last we've, so i go first. we've done three
1: of these in a row i don't really know what's <laughs> going on anymore. um
0: yeah i'm okay i'm gonna go first because i'm just a. am fl- but a fly on the wall i'm but, I'm but a fly um yeah i'm gonna rate this film against You know, the movie that I hadn't seen in years, but I just remember how much I hated it. And it's like one of those films that I keep bringing up like as like, well, it's not as mad as what dreams may come.
1: (laughs) I I think uh, I think what dreams may come is a um, as was an inspiration. This movie was inspired heavily by that as well. So I'm sure it was notably.
0: um, Yeah. So what dreams may come. I remember watching it like pretty much shortly after it came out. So I was a young, impressionable teenager. I hadn't seen it since then. Um, teenager, I don't know what I was um, I um, I like really hated that film um, it was very pretentious melodramatic and I hadn't seen it since then but I remember the impression it made on me so I'll give it a two on a ten scale you know two because it's Robin Williams whatever um, I would give nine days you know it was really interesting because I went and being like I'm just gonna fucking join nine days right because Jay walked out and I went with him <laughs> and i just pretty quickly became like really like annoyed and especially you're gonna kill me both of you duke's performance i really did not like his performance i thought he was so fucking like like there was he really like this movie has no like it it, there's no self-awareness of like like there's no like attempt to be like Lighthearted at any point, like to change gears for a moment, to change the pace, to do, do anything except being self righteous, like you know, NYU, uh, master degree, like project graduation, like thesis, or whatever. <laughs> um, and so, like, his performance could have been that which I saw from what is the actor, the British uh, actor who was his sidekick, like his supervisor, he and also yeah he is so great like I, I remember him in TV show Genghis Khan I think he was really good uh, He's I feel like he brought, yeah but he brought such like lightness even when he was serious and then like Tony Hale and I was like those are the things I'm looking for in this film but there's so few and uh his William Duke was just like fucking like get this guy off of the screen like not specifically the actor but like whatever the character he was portraying I did not like him one bit kill me i'm breaking joe's heart he hates me he's gonna put a stake through my heart he knows where i live i'm gonna give this a three
1: well i mean your taste has always been questionable so we'll go (laughs) (laughs) none of us liked the main characters of our movies
0: (laughs) very defensive um all right joe goes next
1: okay let's see um what should i rate this against uh we could do defending your life the high the very comedic slapstick comedy uh or after too I'm going to go with and Adam maybe you'll you'll get this either more or less I'm not sure okay. but when you have a nice jam session with someone after having not really jammed in a while or at mm-hmm. all in a long time um which is definitely more my case than I think yours because I'll play a little bit of music, but it's very few and far between and especially with people. Getting getting some guitars out or a keyboard and guitar and just being like hey, let's do this and then you end up just fucking around with it. Finding a little groove and it's such a just enlightening experience. It's so fun and like kind of reminds you, oh, we can live. It's Mm. totally okay and actually like look how easy it is to live right here we're in it so I'm going to rate it against that and that's a 10 out of 10 and you can you whether that's if your thing is driving cars sometimes you drive cars with people you know car club guys like driving the car around the city so many
0: of our listeners with
1: people. Yeah, I'm sure. my dad <laughs> or cooking with somebody you know all those things even playing in the park as an adult especially like I've luckily been blessed with some of my work and jobs to it be able as an adult to play in the park
0: Hush that and rest.
1: been given that and you're just like how many people are not doing this and we can mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. 10 out of 10 and this movie you know it's still a 10 out of 10 it's Ooh. such a good movie love it i think everything you guys are saying is fair and i could probably pick out the people in my life that i think would probably side more with what you guys are saying mm-hmm and then I could
0: but that makes you more special
1: I could pick out the people probably less accurately who would really like it because Mm. I I think kind of also depending where you're at at the time and in life you might either soak in that drama that's there and the melodrama or you might reject it I think even if I watch this at a different era of my life that might have been the case Um, so I get it but 10 out of 10 for me I'll still I got the uh, the blu-ray which does have the worst blu-ray cover <gasps> uh, uh, it's a bad cover in my opinion really shitty looking um
0: they didn't try
2: not really no but Adam it's your okay. gift well well first of all I'm so happy that it's stuck at 10 out of 10 for you because the last thing I would want to do is drain the air out of that balloon and also secondly you um, said something about driving your car and that's funny because mine was gonna be the movie drive my car Um oh, nice because I really loved this movie son. yes and um, oh, wait, you're saying this this movie nine days is also based on a Japanese novel right or they they both are um, uh, I don't know
1: about that or am I wrong about that I don't I do don't know think so it's based uh, I think it's just been has a lot of uh, Uh, what would you call influences from afterlife to what dreams may come
2: fair 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 okay so i'm wrong about that but i was just thinking about drive my car as being this very like spot about liminal spaces and examining what it means to be human and our connections and what is living and what is not uh and that film i found i think as moving as you found this that's my 10 out of 10 i think that's a perfect movie and on that scale i would say this is a 6.5 6.5 6.5 out of the drive my car Yeah, Not scale. bad, 19.5, so it can buy cigarettes. Oh, but yeah. But can't get your own apartment.
1: No. I mean, you, it could. You could get your own apartment at 18. Maybe not yeah. the average, but... Uh, an apartment in
2: Trenton, New Jersey, with a couple wacky guys. Yeah, with
1: the two guys who jerk off together. <laughs> Perfect.
0: <laughs> Where else would you want to be? Wow, that concludes our White Christmas. White elephant. White, White, White elephant.
1: elephant. Yeah, I keep saying White <laughs> Christmas. That's not non denominational. That's racist. White elephant is non denominational, <laughs> and we are a non denominational podcast.
2: NDP? Correct.
0: Um, Adam, well, first of all, like, thank you so much for coming on this very contentious series where,
1: where no Joe accuses me.
0: <laughs> no, Joe accused me of having no taste <sighs> and being
1: questionable. The worst friend taste.
0: Ever. Yes. Um,
1: It wasn't none. We
0: all know how he felt, uh, (laughs) which is great. Like, we wanted to be very, very, um, not just, like, jerk fest, you know? Like, we wanted to get real on this series because holidays are about getting real. I think it was was a success, yeah. I think (laughs) these
1: are all, um, at the very least, interesting movies, I think, that have stuff to talk about. And I really enjoyed myself. Yeah, Yeah. All of them were pretentious. (laughs) Um, But I... I really enjoyed this week of watching movies because of mm-hmm. that.
2: So mm-hmm. True. I'm not mad that I watched any of them. I thought they were all super interesting. Um, I'm not
0: mad is all we can ask you.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, it was a <laughs> not great. A great was an, I wasn't mad. Just not thanks mad. for having me, because it was. I mean, honestly, uh, honor and a privilege to be able to do this little trilogy with y'all. So I had fun. Honor That's what honey. the season is about. You never watch. You never watch the best movies ever when you're home for the holidays with family you watch a movie that everyone can can enjoy and then you kind of talk about it a little bit and then you have yeah. some pie so
0: yeah time to get that pie of there first pie of 2023 adam what's going on with you these days would you tell us
2: i would say follow me on TikTok at protexter party and stay tuned i'm going to put out new music and uh Uh, I think this episode's coming out a few months before a show I'm going to be producing. Okay. Um, My girlfriend's doing a one-woman show that I'm producing that she uh, its her third in a trilogy. Uh, So since this is the third in a trilogy here, I'll say that uh, her previous ones were in Austin and were gangbusters. So I'm excited and I'll post about that soon. Follow me. What's
0: this uh, one-woman show called?
2: Uh, It's called Getting Along and I think it's going up at Elysian in March. Oh, um, cool. yeah, I'm really, uh, really excited about it. She's been working on it for a while, and they, uh, gave her dates, so I think that's what we're looking at.
0: Yay! Amazing. Joe, what's up with you?
1: Oh, well, it's very soon, in the month of January, my graphic novel any Bottoms day, Up. Now? Yeah, it could be any day. I have no idea.
2: <laughs> tomorrow. Uh,
1: actually. Yeah, tomorrow, go on Amazon, search it. Bottoms Up, Hard Liquor, you've heard me talk about that comic for what could be years now. A couple <laughs> issues have been out now, the whole complete yeah. collection is out. 150 pages the of the Britannica.
0: Chronic.
1: Yeah, and you'll learn about as much as the Britannica
2: mm-hmm. in
1: it. And it is about a, uh, a party girl uh, trying to give up booze. Has one last night of partying, but a face melting bottle of alcohol may make it truly oh,
0: face melting. You just give away her last like, bottle. Very important.
1: Well, that the cold open that okay. shows still. <laughs> Proves that part So that's not a big deal It may really make it Her last night of drinking
0: Wow I mean How can you not Is it Stephen King Meets Somebody else is somebody
1: <laughs> <It's, met? laughs> I, I don't know I don't know if that's That's right I'm trying right, to be
0: I, I love Stephen King So I'm saying No like, I, I it like It's a compliment
1: it's, it's good I don't know if it's accurate
0: Alright But well, that is good hey, He
1: is good And I would want to be with and him And so Joe
0: So is Joe um, <laughs> check it out Go. It's, it's January 20th is your lucky date for uh, Bottoms Up and January 21st is uh, class that's sold out so don't do anything about that the one I'll be teaching so take class with me in March check out scriptanatomy.com for classes to come thank you Elizabeth Salute, for the artwork thank you Mr. Owl for this amazing track enjoy your 2023 we'll be here with you on this journey and thank you listening.